Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir and Nishmas Rosenbos Rachachan and Ezra. Is it keeps him being so good? The Shamish will have a lead of some sort. But I thought I'm going to As we prepare last days of the old year, last days of the old year, preparing the first days of the new year. Outgoing Tavshin Pei Beis, incoming Tavshin Pei Gimel. Still the last few days with Melech Basada, the king in the field. Our last few days where we prepare ourselves to go into a new year. Habalin Leteu Levracha. Brachis, Yeshuas, and Chames, and Parnasas, Shaduchim, Gesund, and Kinder, and Nachas. Anything a person would ask for, anything a person could ask for, anything a person doesn't even need, know, need to know, they have to ask for. They should be benched with, and Gesund to hate, and Freyla to hate. Customs. The Shabbos Pashas Nitzavim, flying solo, Nitzavim is alone, and Vayedach alone. Combined, there's 70 Pesukim, so imagine one is 40, one is 30, if you're good at math. If you don't like math, don't try to break your head over the equation. Go easy on yourself. Baby steps. We are <coughs> approaching, as we said, Rosh Hashanah, and Pash Nitzavim is before Rosh Hashanah, so we need to find the connection between Nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> Yet Hashem, we will find the, we will cite a connection with both the beginning and the end of Nitzavim to the holy day of Rosh Hashanah. Sunday, Mitzvah is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Amongst the different customs of going Erev Rosh Hashanah, going to a Tzien, going to a place, a holy place of a Tzadik. The general preparations that one does before Rosh Hashanah. Hataras Nedarim, nullifying the vows, which is also done at Rosh Hashanah. Each man has to stand in front of ten other men, and they recite the Shimon Rabbeisai. They recite 
It's known as the Taras Mimparim. And the ten people then tell them, I call you Mutarim Lach, everything will be Mutar for you. And then a person says, I need Mesa, I'm giving over everything that I have. Anything that I said, I didn't nullify by saying it. And finally they all say in unison, Kulam you Mitturim Lach, everything should be Mutar for you. This year we add also an animesa lachem kolchevish yeshni shegba esam kozman shaetze. I am giving over all my debts because it's called the shtat the prusbul. Many people sign the shtat prusbul. There's obviously no need. I'm not going to say it because if I say it and someone hears the word in it, they're going to think, "What did I say? Did I mean anything?" So I'm not saying anything about some, another custom that's sometimes done there of yamtiv, which is no need for doing it now. Slichus obviously is substantially longer at Rosh Hashanah. And as we said, we then go to a cave of the Tzaddik. Some go to the cave of the Tzaddik before they say Slichus. However it works, however a person can work it out. Needless to say, if you're going to the ale, it's going to be very, very, very full. Then we have Ma'ariv. <coughs> is davened. The Nusach of Ma'ariv is the Nusach of Yerushana, which many find very awesome and eerie or awe-inspiring. We then make Kiddush. We recite Shech women by Adlakas Neres, and men in Kiddush. On the second night of Rosh Hashanah, it's customary to put a, fru- a new fruit on the table. The person is making Kiddush, and should say Shech When he says Shech in Kiddush, he should look at that fruit, have that in mind, and that fruit is eaten before washing hands for the meal. And the woman who makes the bracha and by Adlachas Neidus Shachiyonah does not have to make again when they eat the new fruit. They too should try to look at it. On the first night we dip an apple in a honey even though we have all different types of fruits. This is done after washing, beginning of the meal, and we force before, before eating the apple because it's not, a, it's not a part of the meal itself. Therefore we make the Beiri Priya eats, and unlike any other time, we make a Hefzik, mm-hmm. we make a intermission between the bracha and the eating and we say the highly recommended that one has a magza in front of them or a book in front of them or a print out of all the things that you need to say so that you can remember them 
highly unlikely you're going to remember them by heart. And of course in Birch HaMazen, the Yalav Yavah is recited, in the Zakarun We ask our Father in Heaven to remember us throughout Rosh Hashanah, to remember our forefathers, the good deeds they did, they performed, And in their merit, we're asking still, as their children, to be able to be blessed with a good year and a happy year. We struggle. We all struggle, mostly the struggles that we come across are presented are planted by the Sahara. The evil inclination. Why do I like that food? Hello. Mentsio. in the morning people calling anyway we struggle with the Yetzirah Yetzirah gives us presents us stumbling blocks presents us all different thoughts thought patterns And for the most part, that's the Yetzirah's job, of course, therefore for the most part, he's helping us, really. Because when we overcome the trials, the tribulations that he presents us, we've accomplished what we need to accomplish. In the city of Lelev, There was an old guy. He was 118 years old. 118. And he was lying on his deathbed. And people were coming by to see and what and when. When is he going to die already? 118. And he told them, don't worry, I'm not dying. They were quite shocked. Lo and behold, a few days later, he was back on his feet, walking the street. They said to him, What's this? How did you so sure that you weren't going to die? And he answered, When I was a boy, I used to watch Abdavid of Lelev. Abdavid of Lelev used to live on top of a hill, and the lake was on the bottom. And each morning he would go to the mikveh. I'd watch him carefully get inches away down the hill. Came winter, there was snow on the ground. That was not going to deter David. He rolled down the hill. Why fall and roll down the hill? He rolled down the chatrila. He'd lay himself down and roll down the hill. 
I was not a very good person. Definitely not a big lover of the Jews. So most of the people of Poland and Hungary and Galicia, etc. I decided I'm going to have fun. At night, I went and I broke a bunch of bottles. And I put the shards of glass on the, in the snow. So when he rolls down, he's going to cut himself up. And lo and behold, he did. I did it again a second, and the third day. On the fourth day, my parents saw me going out. They said, well, where were you going out every night all of a sudden? So I started to laugh, and I told them what I was doing. They were shocked. They were appalled. I said, are you insane? Do you know what kind of holy person that man is? How dare you? You better go and apologize. Well, he says, I went with my head bowed and I went to apologize. And I told him, I understand what I did was horrific and you probably want to punish me, you want to curse me to death or whatever it is. Sorry. David said to him, Ah! You did it! You did it. Shkoyach! Thank you. Blasted away. What? So yeah, Shkoyach. You have to understand. First day it hurt very bad. Figured it was a fluke. Second day I heard again, I said, oh, this is not good. The third day I knew already somebody's doing something here and I have no choice. I decided the fourth day, I can't finish. Can't do it anymore. It's too painful. I'm just not going to go to the mikveh. Then I realized, it's not me. It's not my decision, it's the Yitzhahara. And I had to fight very, very strong. I persevered and I won. And I got up in the morning and I went down and I rolled down the hill. But Hashem, there was no glass. But I got, I didn't have this, I would not have had this Nisoyen. Because I always rolled down the hill in the snow, it didn't bother me. Only because there was glass did I have this Havamir, the Yetzirah, to get into my head. To try to convince me not to go, not to roll down the hill. And Hashem not to go to the mikveh. You presented me this test, which Baruch Hashem I passed. Without your work, I would never have had this test. So I'm benching you. You should live for 120 years. So therefore, he says. I'm only 118. I know I have two more years to live. The test of the Eight Sahara. We don't understand emotions. We don't understand our own emotions within ourselves. And sometimes we get carried away Sometimes a person loses themselves 
famous act attitude of a person called road rage. Sacha Kril, person cut you off. Person drove in front of you. Sacha Kril, person almost hit you. End of the day, nothing happened. Nothing happened. He could have, but it didn't. Verstehen, we have to understand what the Yetzirah is presenting us with. Anyone who angers is as if he served idol worship. <coughs> One must understand that everything is from Hashem. And we must un- overcome it. And sometimes we don't understand how deep a person gets into something. And they don't understand how to they don't understand sometimes how to capture it, how to develop it, how to make the most of it. When Yosef HaTzadik meets Yaakov Avinu for the first time after all these years, when Yosef was in Egypt, Taylor tells us how Yosef fell on his father and kissed him, but his father did not kiss him. My hi. It's your baby boy. Your favorite. Don't kiss him after all these years. Some say it's because they had COVID and they didn't want to kiss. Don't believe that. At the time, Yaakov Avinu was saying, Shema Yisrael. And these strong emotions, the welled up love and emotion that came within him, instead of channeling it to his son and kissing his son, he channeled it to the Ebishter, into his Shema Yisrael. But those emotions only arose because the first time he saw Yosef. There was a king, a Jewish king, Agrippas. One day Agrippas Amelech came to the king Godel, told him, Today I am bringing 1,000 karbanes, 1,000 sacrifices. Close shop. Lock the doors. Don't let anybody else in. Nobody else bring sacrifices today. Today is my day where I'm going to bring my thousand sacrifices. King says, the king says, can you go to listen? In the course of the day, poor man comes into Bismillah with two pigeons. And he tells the king, please, I need to bring these two pigeons as a carbon, which is a second, because they only take off the neck. King says, I can't. Today I have a thousand sacrifices from Agrippas and Melech, and only those I may do. And the man started to cry, started to plead, started to tell the king, the following, each day 
I go out and I capture four birds. Hashem sends me the four birds capture each day. Two I bring for a carbon and two I sell. And that's my parnosa. Chas v'shalom, if you don't be makr of my birds today, I don't know if Abish is going to give me my parnosa tomorrow. I have this ongoing deal with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have my whole heart and soul set on these two birds, that they are going to help me by bringing these kabbalists, help me make sure that Abish lets it continue tomorrow. You must do this for me. King Godel saw the sincerity and the heartfelt tefillah of this poor man and he stopped and he took the two birds. That night Agrippas had a dream. Your thousand karbanas were very, very special. Kashbarach was very happy with them. He made a big satisfactory notion in, in, in heaven. But you should know the sincerity, the tefillah of the poor man who brought those two birds outweighed everything. Outweighed all thousand kabbalists. Kavana Batila. By devoting and taking our dedications, taking our emotions, placing them where they belong, applying them to what they need to be applied, and understanding how to navigate them is the hardest thing a person does. And therefore, Even the Yazida, the grandfather that takes the grandchild in his hands, can't possibly give over the amount of love they want to give to the grandchild. They squeeze the child to pieces. Especially if a person has grandchildren that are far away, and they come once in a blue moon. How strong can that Zayda kiss the child? Can that grandmother kiss the child? That love, that emotion, that dedication is what one needs to take Rosh Hashanah and take each and every syllable of every word throughout Davening of Rosh Hashanah. Every word of Tehillim that we say throughout the two days of Rosh Hashanah. One should not put that Tehillim down. One should avoid idle chatter. Avoid conversations that are not 100% necessary. You can ask somebody to pass you the fish. You can ask where the food is. Can't not talk. 
You don't have to not talk. But you need to know that each and every word is counted in Rosh Hashanah. And therefore it's important that we sit with a tehillim in our hand. And if we don't have davening, we finished our shachris, we finished our musif, and we're waiting for mincha, say tehillim. Another custom which many people try to do on Rosh Hashanah is the custom of Tashlech. Preferably done after Mincha, but some people have to run before. We go say Tashlech by a water, running water, live water, with fish, and we throw away our virus. Many have a custom to feed the fish, throw bread, throw I don't know what. Why one thinks there are various in the bread, I don't know. It's a custom, people have gotten used to it, I would not, I'm not blaspheming it, I'm not pushing anything away. Do everything you can. It's a nice Jewish custom and you're connecting with the Kaddish Baruch and you feel you're doing the right thing, Ashrechem. May Hashem answer all your prayers. You go to Tashlech and in the, again in the Magzah you'll find the Tashlech prayer, which we say, and many Chabadis which are shake out at Tzitzis afterwards. Not that our various went into Tzitzis, but that's the minute. second day is just as important as the first day Shefer must be heard both on the first and the second day equally important the bare minimum is 30 tekiyas 30 blasts generally we hear in shul from the beginning of Tkiyas until the end, a hundred. And then we blow another thirty just in case. Justin blows another thirty. From the bracha, when the bracha is made before Tkiyas Shefa, which we all have to have in mind to be Yetzir with the bracha, we answer Amen. Till after the hundredth blast, one may not talk. One should not talk. These are counted in that bracha. This is if you made that bracha and you did not complete that bracha's task until you heard a hundred blasts. Unless, of course, you're only going to hear thirty. At that point, you may continue with your life. But as we said, we all have this inner struggle with our Yitzhara. The famous story of an innkeeper, Moshke. He used to pay once a year to the parrots his rent. Many did. One year was a very, very tough year. A lot of snow, there was very little traveling. 
very few travelers. He didn't make enough money to pay the rent. So he came to the pilots and he told them, he says, the pilots, sorry. It was a very bad year, very bad season. I just don't have the money for the rent. God willing, next year will be better. And I'll pay you both. And the pirates acquiesced. He agreed. Warning him, of course. If I don't get it next year, you know what's going to happen. I've told the story before, by the way. So I don't want the people that email me that say I repeated the story that think I'm having a senior moment. And so... Second year again, storms are just as severe, if not worse. Business was just as bad. There wasn't enough even for one year, never mind for two years. And the Jew knows what the warning was from the year before. He knew he's in deep trouble now. <sighs> he picks up, packs up his stuff, his family. Avoid the wrath of the pirates, and they travel. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to find another life, another livelihood. Lo and behold, on this travel out of town, he meets the guy, the pirates. Pirates says, "Moshke, where are you going?" I am going to the city. Why are you going to the city? Big holiday, I need to want to be with the, my family in the city. Said Mashke, I know the Yom Tev, I know the holidays, I know the Jews well enough. Not Pesach, not Sukkis, not Shavuos. It's for a holiday in Kaparan. What holiday is this? He says to him, This Yom Tev is called Chag Plate Senu. No? Parrots is no ignoramus. It sounded like a real thing. So he says, what is it? Chag Plitaseno. Okay, fine. Enjoy. I'll see you soon. Chag Plitaseno means the holiday of our escape. Kitsa, next day, the pilot comes to town, he sees the Yidna working around, working around, walking around, running around, business, as usual. Parat stops the guy and he says to him, what's wrong with you? Why are you working? It's Yom Tov today, isn't it? He says, Yom Tov? My Moshka told me today's a Yom Tov. He says, really? He says, what Yom Tov did Moshka tell you it is today? So he repeats, Chag Plit Asenu. The Yid understood right away. That's his own Yamtif of escape. Baruch Hashem, a Yiddish and he tells the Paritz, he's right. It's true. Chag Plit Asenu is a private Yamtif. Everybody has on occasion. Nobody has it the same day. And everybody has to celebrate it in their time. 
And today must have been his. So he took and he ran. We have our own private Chag Klitasenu running away from our Yitzhahara. Each and every day, as we spoke before, we are presented all the different tests, all the different trials and tribulations that are presented and dangled before our eyes. And we need to overcome them. We need to make our plate signal. We need to run for the hills. We need to understand again how to apply our strengths so that the Yitzhara does not capture us and that we can escape his tent- tentacles. This expression says, V'shavta adavaya likachal. One of our connections to Rosh Hashanah. Return to God, your God. The Rambam writes, Amru chachamim makim shabala tshuva in the main sneaking yimunim yichelim lamed. It's in Maimonides of the tshuva, Perik Zayin alachadalid. In the place of the bala tshuva where they stand, no great tzaddik can stand. And many commentaries ask, Is a machlekes? If you keep your score at home, Brachis Lamed Dalar Mabez 34, side 2. He says, Amr Abachia Bar Abba, Amr Abyechinon. Chia Bar Abba said in the name of Abyechinon, Kalanavim Kulam Lenizabu El Labali Tshuva. All the Nevi'im, all the prophets, only prophesized only to the Bali Tshuva. Avot Tzadikim Gamurim, but full-fledged Tzadikim, I and Leiras Halikim Zulosech. I did not see Godliness except for you. And Revo argues, and Revo says, Mokim Shabal Tshuva, Eindim Tzadikim Gamurim, Eindim Eindim place where the Bali Tshuva are, no, even the fullest tzaddik, purest tzaddik, cannot stand. How does the Rambam therefore take Rebbe Vo over Rebbe Chia Baraba in the name of Rebbe Yechanan? We always know, Halacha is always the Rav over the Talmud. And here he's taking the student over the Rav. There are two ways of explaining this. The generalizations of Shas, of the Gemara, of the Talmud, and generally Halacha in Shas is according to Shas when it comes to Bavli over Yerushalm. The Shas that was written in Bavl, we generally take the Halachas from there rather than the Halachas of Yerushalmi and the Midrashim. When is that said? When it's clear in Yerushalmi. Mashenkin and Bavli, it remains a machlekes or a doubt. Then that way, the halacha 
would be according to where the place is clearer. In our case, it's exactly what happens. The Machlekes remains, but the Zayar, the Zayar itself takes on according to the way Rabbi Vaw says, which is therefore a clarification. Hence, we go according to that halakhically. The Shalom brings down the opinions of both Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Vaw from Brachis, and he finishes. Da, we should know. One said one, one said the other, and they're not arguing. Even though that the student says, and he's arguing, he's saying how the great of the Belachuva are greater than Sadiqim, whereas his Rebbe said that Sadiqim are greater. Which means to say that they, are, they have a difference of opinion. But rather each one is talking in an Indian of its own. A tzaddik gomer, a complete tzaddik, is better than a Balchuva. When it is fear of God, a Balchuva is greater than a tzaddik when he's applying his love to God. And therefore, we understand Psak Rambam. Rambam is not talking about the Maila, which is the less one of the Balichuva, not putting down the Balichuva. The Balichuva who repents out of love. He is loved before the, and endeared before the Creator as if he never sinned. And as the Atreb explains in Tanya, his sins become as merit. And therefore a person who recognizes, who understands, who reflects on the sins that they've had, and full-heartedly repents, Full-heartedly does tshuva. They achieve, and they see they cause an effect that all the sins not only are wiped out, but are taken and completely packaged and elevated, and they're counted as mitzvahs. Not that the sin was a mitzvah, Chassidshol. But because the person had charot, has regret, and because the person is now repenting, doing tshuva, they are elevating everything evaded that they ever could have possibly done, no matter how severe and hard. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bless them with the tshuva shlema, and will accept their full repentance, and they'll be blessed with with long life, longevity, and everything good that possibly could be given to a person, bestowed upon a person.
Basic talks about the convert. Begercho shebekerev machanecha. From whom every single Jew is being enumerated in this passage. From the gercha shebekerevecha, the convert amongst you, mechaytev itzachat shevemecha. The wood choppers, the water carriers, everybody. Everybody is now standing before God. Tells us Rashi. Melamed comes to teach us. When the Kenanim came to convert, we may mention the days of Mesha. Like when the Gavainim came in the days of Yeshua. The Nasna Mesha Mesha gave them He gave them positions as wood choppers and water carriers. Medishnachuma says and this teaches us, Malamid teaches us, Shabo Gavainim, the Gavainim came, Eitzel Meshit, the Meshit, Velek Kiblan, he did not accept them. But Rashi changes that wording, and he adds, Lehiz Gayer to convert. And Rashi leaves out, Velek Kiblan, he did not accept them. So we therefore can derive we deduce from the explanation of the Psukim that Mesha did accept them. Converted them, bottom line. How do we know? The simple way of explaining it, later the Pasuk says, all these that were enumerated in the Pasuk these are the ones that are Evelyn Bibris Hashem Alekechu Valasai. They all go under the umbrella, as we say, packed, got. The Bris to accept, to complete the mitzvahs. That's the case, it's Pashat. Chaytiv Eitzim, the people that chopped wood. They're in, the, in, this, in this fact of B'nai Yisrael. And at least the converts, for if not, how do they serve the bris and keeping mitzvahs? Keeping the mitzvahs. Therefore we must say the chit of Yitzchak, are different categories. Different than Gercha Shabikibacha, Ashabisharacha. Therefore, also comes out with Gercha again, Chaitavitzacha Vishayb Mimacha. Pasik is bringing down also before that, Tabchem the Sheikhim Gercha. Your children, your wives, and your Ger. But from Chaitav, from Chaitavitzacha. Ad Shev Memecha. It's 
Every firstborn in Egypt, from the one of Pare, sits on the, on the throne, to the one of the lowliest servant. This includes every Becher in Egypt that is mentioned before. And the same works in all other different cities, which includes all-inclusive. The Pasha begins, as we said before, Atem Nitzav Mayim Kulchem you are standing, all of you here today, before God, your God. Rasheichem, we just enumerated that Sheikh Mechel, Avrecha, Bebiris Hashem The Alter Rebbe brings down, in the Kute Tera. The Pasha, as we said, the Tzavim is always read before Rosh Hashanah. And he elaborates Nitzavim is connected to Rosh Hashanah as it says Atem Nitzavim Hayyim Hayyim goes on Rosh Hashanah Yim Edidina Raba the day, the day, the judgment day So when it comes Hayyim, Yem Rosh Hashanah, needs to be Atem Nitzavim. We need to stand. Kulchem, all of us. All the Nishamas, all of them, from Rashechem, Shivtechem, and Toshem, Yitzhashem, Mecha. We need to stand together, united before Hashem, in a way of Kulchem, you're all one, you're all together. And the Pasuk continues, to go over the bris of God your God. This preparation of the signing of the pact between HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Yidin is done on Reish Hashanah. What is the idea of this crisis bris? The pact between two beloved people. They make a pact between themselves that their unconditional love should never, ever, God forbid, cease. Since they love one another for what the reason, whatever it might be, whether because one recognizes the greatness of the other one, or because they feel that perhaps they can derive a favor, get a favor from the other one. Sometimes you're friends with the right people, people make you good connections, etc. But sometimes a flaw comes up. A little flaw. And you look at the person and you say, wait a minute. I'm not so keen on what I see. I'm not so keen on what I'm experiencing.
And this causes a little bit of a doubt in this unconditional love. What is the Eitzah? The solution for this is a person when the love is at its peak and they feel and what they feel for one another in the greatest in this un never ending and unflinching and foolproof almost love they make a pact make a pact that no matter what happens we will never back out from each other because at that point in time that pact is above any understanding they put reason aside and they take emotion into factor and they make the pact between themselves nothing in the world can weaken them can weaken their love let it be perpetual same thing is when it comes to the love and the Yidin as Rosh Hashanah comes where the love is at peak the highest level of love that Yid has for Hashem and Hashem has for the Yid We do this krisis bris, we make this pact, when soul binds themselves, causes this bond between them and Akash Baruch Hu, higher than Tamvedas, higher than actual understanding. Nothing in the world can get in their way. Nothing in the world can weaken this. In order to awaken Akash Baruch Hu, to bond with the Nishamas Yisrael higher than Tamidas. This is done through the Aveda of Kulchem. Kulchem. All of us with a tremendous Achtas, with true unity. This is a devotion, a dedication, a connection way above, way beyond understanding. According to Seichel, there's no Kesha, there's no connection between heads of states and water carriers. Presidents don't usually associate, go to lunch with a water carrier. But by devotion and dedication, we cause that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bonds himself with the Shabbos Yisrael way far beyond and above. Understanding and dictate. That's how the beginning of the Pashan Etzavim comes into affiliation with Rosh Hashanah. We told you we'd also speak about the end of the Pasha. Chaim v'amoves l'sati, the life and death have given you. V'charta v'chaim. You should choose life. We understand that the end of the Pasha also has the same therefore hint to Rosh Hashanah as we said that Rosh Hashanah 
is a time where HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses us. As it says, we're asking what Kiyashefa we say in the Tefillah, in the prayer, Yiv Charlono Es Nachleseinu, choose us, our inheritance. The way that we awaken the choice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael is through the choice of Yisrael with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We choose HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is explained at the end of the Pasha. It says, V'charta b'chayim. We choose life. The Jew chooses HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And just like the choice of the Jew, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is because of the Cheshman, the way of Teda Mitzvah, the best possible way, so to the the choice from the Neshama, and higher than that, higher than Tam Vedas, higher than the human understanding, in a way that there is no other way possible. Same also is the choice of a Baruch Hu Am Yisrael. And this revelation is in a way of Yisim Litzegula Mikol Amim. You are to me a special, very special entity amongst all nations. There are other nations. My eyes for me, they're nothing. The root of this choice is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us in a way higher than Tamadas. Am Yisrael, in exchange of all of the nations, cannot, there's no comparison. And therefore, Yisrael, Malka B'lechudei, Isaiah says, Eden and their kingdom are one one of a kind, and there's no room for any other nation. We ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the Tefillas of Hashem Meloicha Laelam Kulei Bechveidecha, reign over the entire world. In entirety, with your glory. Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment to all those that come before Hakadosh Baruch It's also for everything the person needs. The judgment is done, physical and spiritual. And therefore, we use many different part points in Tefillah, different expressions of request of, of beseechment for health children, pranasa, atzlacha physically, spiritually the main say part of Hashanah is the, rain, the crowning coronation of HaKadosh Baruch on the world <coughs> this day HaKadosh Baruch says let me rule over you and we do this mainly through davening. This is the you know, Malchus that's mentioned 
many times Almost looks contradictory here. Coronation, a person totally nullifying their own selves, totally for for the king, doesn't feel anything personal. We talk about a coronation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Melachim Lachim. You have to be totally nullified. You feel nothing. You're null and void. So how can I ask at that time to ask my personal needs? Who am I? Kuniseya says a person that asks during Davani Hashanah <coughs> for physical mundane things is like they're barking like dogs one needs to always think about the spirituality about the Shekhinah but it's put into the Tfiler nonetheless it's put into our prayers and then we understand that we need to ask we need to ask Bemis person has to ask for everything they need in spite of what the Zayah says because the truth of the matter is there's no, there's no contradiction a person needs physical sustenance etc I'm doing it because I want to serve Hashem and therefore yes I'm totally nullified to you but I can't serve you if I don't have what I need and I want to have what I need in order to serve you It's known that a person in his own soul, his requests do not come only for Akash Baruch Hu. A person has their own personal, so we say, agendas. Hashem says in this passage, thirst and hunger, the souls envelop themselves that the depth of the, the thirst brings the soul to a level where it cries out to connect to the Gadish Baruch therefore although there are outside elements involved here we are asking for physical and for sustenance throughout the world the depth of this is all for the Neshama so that the Neshama can see to it that the Gadish Baruch rules over us and gives us what we need so that we have a good year, a benched year, it should be a shnas atzlacha, bracha, as we said, with long life and happiness and health, and imalei Hashem kol mishal etzibayinu, the table of bracha, kaj baracha, shall fulfill all our tefillahs for good and for passing, shana teva, a gsiva, vachsima teva, shana teva, mesukah.